InnerCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino 9, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense and major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, Jazz E. Fiddle. Grimlock for president. Woo! Better than the options we got right now. Let's not forget our lovely, sexy producer, Evo Cabone. I am resilient. I don't know about that. I drink expired milk, and I punch (laughs) cows right in the jaw. I'm not afraid of anything. Moving on. (laughs) Poor cows. (laughs) Welcome to episode 128 of the GameZilla podcast. How you been, Jazzy? I've been doing good. I know we've had a short turnaround from our very special Nintendo Switch show that we had. Very short. But uh, it is good to see you. Yeah. Moving on, I don't want to see you anymore. So, Ethan, how you been? I have been terrible. Yeah, I've heard the stories. Uh... 10-day-old milk. <laughs> I'm just living in squalor. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't know how you get married and you move to, like, what is it, Birmingham? Bloomfield. Bloomfield. Not quite. Sorry, Birmingham. higher than Birmingham. My bad. And uh, and you live worse than when you lived in the slums of Mount Pleasant in what? a shithole called, what was it called? Timber Creek. Timber Creek, yeah, where I murders s- happen. I saw a man doing cocaine on his balcony on a windy day and I was like dude take it inside it's blowing away what are you doing that was the madness I lived out. in yeah. he's trying to help him save his drugs yeah buddy like that's not how we do drugs um no no here is why I'm not doing as well as I should be Friday night uh my friend Grim said hey buddy want to play some destiny tonight we're gonna get on like right when we get home and i'm like oh gee willikers i can't wait to play destiny with my friends and then i sat on destiny all night where what did you guys do play league of legends or something no 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 you're we... watching league of legends no 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 yes <laughs> you guys are the worst luckily we were working while doing that yes, okay there was work being in, yeah you being... guys were stroking each other off is what you were doing it was work working i mean that's that's it code luckily friend of the show button masher caleb hopped on destiny and was like hey ethan let me take you to the forge and help you level up your light level i was like thanks buddy so someone cared about me but here is the the depth that i had fallen to i went ahead and downloaded the call of duty advanced warfare beta shame on your soul like it's not like i relapsed because i've never been a call of duty (laughs) player but i it was kind of like hey my friends bailed on me Crystal meth looks pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was drastic. But the thing about crystal meth is it's addicting, and it's got to be awesome. That's why people do it, right? Sure. But it ruins your life? Yes. Playing the Call of Duty beta just goes straight to ruining your life. There's no <laughs> there's no high. There's no fun. I downloaded it, and I have no idea why people play this game. I have no idea where the fun is. It's just walking around and getting shot in the back by 12-year-olds. That's all Call of Duty is. So I did Sounds not, all right. Yeah, so I played four or five rounds of the Advanced Warfare beta, and uh, it gets a big old thumbs down from me. I, there's, so you're buying it for sure. You I bu- don't even think I'd buy it for $2 <laughs> because I don't want to subject myself to having to play it. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you had a good, uh, a good weekend, and I'm very 
satisfied that we didn't play Destiny with you. Yeah, thank you for doing that to me. Because we did play Destiny with you that on the weekend. Yeah. But you bailed on us. I gave you guys the halfway whoops, yeah. through the raid. Not halfway through. We were over halfway. We, uh, the night was winding down. The night was 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 down because we were all screaming at each other. Yeah, but it was it was getting out of hand. Nonetheless, is that next the next round that we were going to do? We were going to complete the, False. the task that we were at. Lies. Trademark. Wrong. Trademark. <clears throat> Have you watched the newest skit of yeah, that? Yeah. By the way, yeah, I watched it. I, I love it. I love it. All right. Anyways, um, so yeah, we we played the raid. We did play some Destiny with you, so we made it. We made it up to you. You tried to not play Destiny with me. You stole someone's I spot. I didn't steal anyone's spot. You sniped the shit out of it. No, no. If again, if anything, Braden tried to snake my spot. No, Braden didn't snake anything. Braden was reading to his children because he's a good father. And then you just come on in and just weasel your way in, and then you go, um. I'm 60 40, 60 for the raid, 40, I'll leave. I said, I, I said. And Braden is the ba- bigger man. Braden's the bigger man. I was willing to sit out if Braden had his heart set on it. You knew Braden wasn't going to do that. You knew it. I didn't know that. You played that. No, I didn't play anything. You work with the man and you know that he is a genuine hero. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a heroic guy. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to step on anybody's throat that he doesn't have to. He's not a s- s- squalor, <laughs> swandering scumbag like I am. <laughs> right. But. So, of course, you sniped his spot. I didn't snipe his spot. Listen, just, just say you sniped a spot I'm and we'll not, move on with the show. I'm not going to admit it. Because it's not true. Not proven. <laughs> it's proven. <laughs> wait, 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 it's 100% proven. Wait, what is it? Um, it largely debunked. <laughs> largely debunked. <laughs> no, no. Largely debunked and we're moving on to Jazzy. I was going to step out of the raid myself just you know, to be the nice guy, but then there goes all of our damage and then we're just screwed. Oh my, okay, we're done with Jazzy. I don't even care what he has to say. <laughs> I can't deny that he carried, Jazzy and I were teamed up the whole raid and he carried me. Everybody carries you. You're yeah, useless. terrible. <laughs> Get out of here. But I am good. fun in the chat. That's You're the enough. only asshole that would pop a bubble in a thin little hallway so that the enemy can use the bubble and not us. Jesse, defend my bubble. Just the, the portion of the raid earlier, I saved your ass with my bubble. I appreciated your bubble during the only opportune time that you used it, which was once. <laughs> out of like six. <laughs> so I will give you credit for that one of six bubbles. That's a good job. Good hey, job. Your percentage that, is low. That's, hey. But it's a percentage. <laughs> Jazzy, what's new with you? Oh, we were doing the Destiny raid. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we I watched some League, and we have uh, up. We'll do our update right now. We've got, of course, the two Koreans going at it for the finals next weekend. We've got Samsung Galaxy. Get hyped! We've got Samsung Galaxy. Gonna win it all. I hope they do. But going up against them, the returning champions of last year. SK Telecom Team One. <laughs> Starting mid lane, Faker, the best player in the world. Second best player, Impact, number one. That's not Impact true. didn't even make it. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> he's not even the best top laner in the world. Yes, he is. He's close. In my heart. I'll put him top five. But in he's my heart, not he's number one. Anyways. So you guys can watch that this coming Saturday on LOL Esports. It'll be best of five, so we'll see which Korean team will take the world championship. I think it's going to be the North American team next year. <laughs> yeah, next year we got it. Anyways. Hopefully. So other than that, um, I played a little bit of League. We played uh, a special game mode. 
that uh, I introduced you to called B- Doombots called of Doom. Bullshit mode. And um, it took us four attempts, but we finally beat it. I don't know why I continue to let you like talk me into playing these special modes. Like I just want to play the normal game because I get my ass kicked enough in the normal game. Why do I need to go have AI make me feel like I'm horrible? I already know I'm horrible. Well, they're beefed up AI from Doom. They're, of they're Doom. beefed up beyond beefed up. They're like Beefcake 3000. 4,000. No, no, we're not going to go there, okay? 3,500? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Compromise. Okay. <laughs> I wish you would have compromised on the raid positioning, but... Yeah, I know, um, right? What the fuck? I was willing to compromise. <laughs> he was 60-40. 60-40. It's a percentage. <laughs> it's a... Fucking thief. You're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, I logged on to some Destiny one night and was like, oh, Grimlock's on. I'm going to play Destiny with Grimlock. And I hopped in the chat with him, and I was like, man, we going to play some Destiny? He's like, nope, I'm listing stuff on eBay right now. And I'm like, okay, how long is that going to take you? Oh, a few minutes. So I'm waiting. A few minutes pass by, and I'm like, man, this it's been a long few minutes. Uh, where are you at? He's like, man, you know what I want to play? Because I just listed it on eBay, Splatoon. So while he was listing Splatoon on eBay, I went and uploaded Splatoon onto my Wii U or did the updates, sorry, and uh, played some Splatoon. Uh, just just to reference, it wasn't my copy of Splatoon. I would never get rid of my copy of Splatoon. Uh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, so I just want to make sure no one thinks I'm getting rid of my stuff because I'm not. Ever. But anyways, I played some Splatoon and I realized I'm horribly, horribly, horribly out of, <laughs> out of that game. Like, yeah. I didn't I didn't do well at all. Yeah, it's, it's yeah we uh, we haven't played in a while, so there's definitely some rust, but it's still great. If you if you have a Wii U I, and you haven't played Splatoon, yeah, go play Splatoon. I still enjoyed the hell out of it, yeah. but it's yeah, it's gonna take a hot minute for me to get that get that back down. Yeah, so we both uh, both jumped back into the Destiny bug. We're both hooked. It's like a like a bad drug again. Yep. Uh, I think I logged I don't know something like probably 15 hours this weekend, maybe more into this game. I uh, was like a 353. Everybody had gotten up to like 380. The new light level's 400, and and you know we just kind of weren't playing. We were busy with PlayStation VR and rigs, and so um, something. I decided to play it because I kind of wanted to get back into it. And now I'm a 372, and you're up there too now. Yeah, I was 348 at the beginning of the weekend, and I'm now up to 369. Yeah, you are. 69, baby. Anyways. 369. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Like, Damn, she's fine. <laughs> collect those engrams all the time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we, we uh, got our light levels up and went into the raid and had a lot more success. It's funny how when you're closer to the recommended light level that you can actually uh, succeed yeah. in things. I was able to carry Ethan. Yeah, what's your light level at? I am quite the weight to carry. Um, so I haven't uh, decoded any of my stuff from raiding the other night. Yeah, because you bailed on us. Because I it. gave you guys the Wubsia. Yeah. You can't spend the whole rest of your life butthurt about me bailing on you. I can spend the whole rest of my life where you sniped out a spot, stole it, <laughs> downright stole it from like like an innocent human being, and then bailed on us after. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. See ya. It was just like that. Listen. After about four hours. I was just getting, I was just, after, after many hours of playing. I felt duped. Yeah, I felt, I felt You know, you know how I felt duped? 
one, my friend Grim at noon said, yeah, I'll get out and play some strikes. Let me just eat this Taco Bell. And it took him 55 minutes to eat Taco Bell, and then I had to leave. Um, how long have you been friends with Grim? I know. Eating Taco Bell is a four-hour yes. thing. For Listen, I did not plan on my wife giving me all of her chicken roll tacos. So I had extra Taco Bell, and I had to pace myself to eat it all. I know you couldn't eat tacos while you were in orbit. Can't. <laughs> you can't eat greasy foods and then touch your nice controllers with them. I have a problem you with that. You have cheap controllers you could have used. I don't use cheap controllers. I can't. Let's be real. It's not eating the Taco Bell and the greasy hands that's the problem. It's the fact that you're going to be on the toilet for like the next No, that's hour. you, Jazzy. Jazzy, no life. Yeah. I don't have that problem. I no. eat my Taco Bell. So I'm waiting I for the Nintendo it. Switch so I can just take my game to the toilet. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. That's going to change. <laughs> Toilet gaming is going to change forever. Yeah, whole new level. My light level's like 365-ish, okay. and I have to decode all my raid stuff, so I'm going to guess I'll jump at least two or three more with my new cool. stuff. Cool. All right, yeah. So yeah, we're having a lot of fun with Destiny again. But uh, Oh, wait, big news. Before we go on, it happened. That's right. It's only been like almost 17 years of me playing Destiny, but I finally got the Jade Rabbit. Yeah, that was big news. And the best part of it was you made a big stink about it like I did. <laughs> yep. You, just, yep. you fucking kind of went off, and then you went and then you went to the tower, and lo and behold, it worked for you. Yep. Just like it worked for me. The Destiny gods were like, let's not piss them off too much. We need, we need Jazzy to play because yeah. he's a sucker for shitty games. I love it. Just kidding, Destiny. I love you. We, whoa, whoa, whoa. He can't, gimmick infringement. I'm the one who's a sucker for awful games. That's true. That's true. Gimmick infringement. <laughs> gimmick I like infringement. that. Yeah, you're right. That's but. what I do here at Motor City Gaming. Yeah. We'll but. call it GI for short. Jazzy's a sucker for like yelling about shit and being like, I'm done with Destiny. I'm so done. I'm never playing Destiny again. And then 24 hours later, he's like, I love you, Destiny. <laughs> Rage quit, Jazzy. Yeah. It's true. Rage yeah. quit. It's yep. like an abusive yep. husband yeah. or whatever. You just keep going now back Now he's to back it. to Destiny and he's in love with it. I give it like, ah. I don't know, like two weeks, and 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 the Overwatch love will be back. Uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. But all right, so um, oh, oh God, <laughs> no. Let's get into some of the uh, some of the week's news here. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. So, um, Nintendo Switch is it more powerful than we thought? We're not going to hear anything until 2017, and Red Dead is real all this and more on the gamezilla podcast let me let me liggity lay this down for you home slices when it comes to beard care products there's only one place on the entire internet that you should ever consider shopping it's detroitbeardcollective.com log on to detroitbeardcollective.com today and order beard shampoo beard elixir beard balms beard combs everything you need to keep your beard fresh and if you use the promotional code mcgaming at checkout you save 20% on orders of $25 or more and check this out you can have Beard crates delivered to your doorstep with all your beard care stuff. Choose whatever you want in it. Just set it up. It will get shipped to your house whenever you need it, and you'll have a box of beard goodness there at your doorstep. So use the code MCGAMING at DetroitBeardCollective.com and save. And on top of all of the news and fun uh, emails and uh, you know, all the regular stuff we do here on the GameZilla podcast, we have a special interview with Two Models, One Controller. Those lovely ladies will be joining us. We'll be talking gaming, we'll be talking cosplay, and uh, you know, we'll be having fun with them. So uh, stick around. That's coming up after the news here on the GameZilla podcast. 
I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. All right. So obviously, Nintendo has made some big waves uh, this past week with finally coming out and releasing the Nintendo Switch. If you want to know all about the Nintendo Switch, check out our special episode we released last Thursday covering just the announcement and everything surrounding it. I'd like to say the word reveal. I don't reveal. like the word release. Fine. It feels that, like it's out. That's and then fine. Then it just gets sad because it's not. Jazzy, shut up. But anyways, we're going to talk about three topics that came out since we did that show. And the first one is everybody was bitching about how this thing is going to be underpowered. It's a handheld, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? We were wrong. It's going to be running Unreal Engine 4. Half Ocho. The same engine that, if you're not familiar with it, runs the brand new Gears of War 4. So, this is huge because they now have Unity and Unreal Engine uh, on board for third-party support, which means those are your two largest develop, uh, development programs for video games right now. So, that is a huge... Uh, opening for all third party that use everything from Unity is built with for like Hearthstone all the way to more complex games and obviously Unreal Engine 4 is a monster for uh, and being used in all sorts of games including like I said Gears of War 4. So this is exciting. We've gotten a list of third party developers which pretty much includes it's the biggest third party list I've ever seen for a Nintendo system out the gate. So I'm really happy about that. What do you guys think about the uh, the news that this little handheld is going to run the same engine that Xbox One runs? Super pumped. This was the, the only concern I had after the initial reveal that we got uh, day one um, was, is it going to be powerful enough to do what we want, to do, want it to do to basically bring Nintendo back and relevant again? And I th- feel like this news itself, along with the third-party news, is going to do just that. Ethan? I am very excited about that because the possibilities then are completely open to what sort of stuff can go on the system. And uh, I'm, you know, fingers crossed that we'll see maybe a few ports of things that we're loving right now on Xbox One, on PS4, um, port them over to the Switch, and, uh, you know, then we can play those on the go. You know, we're talking about uh, toilet play. That's what I'm pretty excited about. Um, I did I did read a report that they're still projecting it to be a little less powerful than the Xbox One and the PS4, yeah. which I think is a given. But, again, the potential is huge, and I'm pumped for it. Yeah, let's let's make a note that so that people don't get upset with us. Just because you run the Unreal Engine four doesn't mean your every game that you build with that looks like Gears of War four. Right. But it is a very versatile tool set that you can use, as is Unity. And the fact that you're giving your you know your developers the option of both of those is uh, is huge. So yeah, let's not get carried away yeah. with that. Especially with Pro and Scorpio coming out, like they're those systems are designed to just be beasts. Yeah. So, um. But the the next up is that after we've gotten all this news and everybody got all excited about this, uh, Nintendo came out and said there will be no more official Nintendo Switch announcements to come until 2017. So we know this thing is coming out in March It's of some point in 2017, and everything that we've talked about on our past show and, and even the, uni- the Unreal Engine news, this is, this is it. This is all we're going to get from Nintendo themselves. So... 
Uh, kind of bummed because the we don't have game titles, we don't have specs details, we don't have region lock status, we don't have a lot of these things that are the big questions right now for the system, and we're not going to get them until you're talking about like a 90-day window uh, before the system even hits the market. So I just, again, it, I, it's smart on their point in some ways where I could see like you're, you're building this excitement, but you're not giving, you're not playing all your cards, but at the same time, I worry about it. Do you guys think that it is partially to maybe protect their holiday sales? I could. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, because if you release all this and it makes it sound like the DS is dead in the water, then no one's gonna buy your DS. At, you know, and your Wii U is already dead in the water. So whatever sales you you somehow manage during the holiday, you know, you're lucky. You know, you got a couple suckers there, but. Either that, or you're gonna either that, or you liquidate it out this holiday, which would be smart. Oh too. yeah, they should they should push Wii U's out at ninety nine ninety nine. Absolutely. Yep. Try and get them out this holiday where they, while they can. Well, with that being said, Nintendo may not be making announcements, but they are making moves, and it's causing some public reference to come out. Nintendo patents may reveal unannounced Switch features. So we have seen some patents hit, and to give you an example. Patents don't always mean that it's a final product. Sometimes we never see, never sees the light of day. They went for that patent for the touchscreen controller, right? That everyone was super revved up about, saying, "Oh, it's gonna be a touchscreen tablet. It's gonna be garbage." Well, yeah, but the big thing here is that let's let's just cover let's cover a little bit of history here with their with their last few patents. We pulled three patents out before we knew about you know the NX, and it was a controller with a screen. Ditch the optical disc for cartridges. And include detachable controllers. All three of those were patents. All three of those were true. So now we have a new patent document that makes mention of familiar features that have so far been left undiscussed. A touch panel, an outer camera, a rumble pack, accelerometer, and a microphone. But also extend to slightly more out there suggestions. These are the ones that sound familiar, that sound interesting. Multiple filings include mention of a set of features housed inside of the controller, presumably underneath where the Joy-Con controllers would sit, that include an infrared camera, a distance measuring sensor, and even a miniature projector. <laughs> so, the uses for that set of slightly left field equipment seem to be based primarily in adding support for gesture controls. The patent's descriptions show the device potentially being able to recognize rock, paper, scissor gestures, respond to actions like rotating a crank or flicking, or controller characters on screen positioning by moving one hand closer and further from the console. So if you're looking for your gimmicky stuff, now it's starting to show up. Yep. The projector mentioned uh, also fits into the wider area of gesture control. One set of diagrams show a baseball being uh, projected into a player's hand, uh, which can be thrown into the uh, into the controller for an on-screen character to hit back out again, uh, where the player can catch it. So that sounds super gimmicky, <laughs> and I hope it doesn't happen. But yeah, that's um, and, and just real quick, a counterpoint to the speculation is the inclusion of an outer camera on the upper back of the proposed controller, something which can't be seen in a Nintendo Switch reveal trailer. Perhaps the biggest point of of contention would be that the Switch's primary promise of being able to play identical games at home or on the move would be compromised by features that require you to hold the base processing unit, meaning it couldn't be uh, in its TV docking station. So. But yeah, All right. uh, very weird. Um, 
we'll we'll see how those come out. I some of them make sense. You're gonna have. I mean, the, the the DS has a microphone. The DS has cameras on it, so I could see a lot of that stuff coming through. But some of the uh, the off off the uh, you know the the infrared sensor, you know things like that. Um, I don't know. We'll see how we'll see how that goes. But that was those are some pads that Nintendo has filed. But the infrared sensor may be for. Um, it may be for communication with another switch. Could. Like your yeah. Game Boy Color has an infrared sensor. It's true, yeah. That's the so. thing. It could, it could be for a lot of things. But uh, the issue is that the patents have a lot of weird uh, mm-hmm. hand gestures and, and drawings included in them, which uh, throws people off. So I got a hand gesture for you. Yeah, you go. <laughs> with this Nintendo Switch news, we do have an email from Jason that says, I am skeptical of Nintendo having much third party support beyond the first year. Should I be? Uh, beyond the first year, I mean, it's a good question. I think you know, sales and initial uh, acceptance of the device will will tell us all. But Nintendo has had some decent third party support out the gate and then lost the momentum. This time around, though, it feels like these companies are excited for this. And Ubisoft president, uh, you know, has already had their hands on it and worked with it, and they seem to think that th- they don't seem to have any worries about it. So. I'm right now in Nintendo's corner, and I believe that that they finally have realized they need to support their developers. They need to support these companies. Uh, otherwise, they're done. They, they have to have this third-party support on a level that they've never had before, and this is their shot. So I'm not worried, but it is, I think, a legitimate concern. Yeah, I think uh, throwing Unreal 4 onto it is going to promote third parties to stick around longer. It, it just gives them the ability to to make what they want on on the system. Well again, you I mean Unreal and Unity. Unity is is a tool that Blizzard uses and it's a tool that the guy in his garage uses. So you you've opened the door for all levels of developers to be able to build on your system. That's that's something that you nece- you haven't necessarily done in any of your previous consoles. So um I agree. I think uh, I think they have a good good potential for it. Also, along with that, we have Sebastian that says, so the Nintendo NX has a real name. It will have Unreal 4 and also third-party support. With all this new information we have from Nintendo and them saying that we will not get another update this year, what are your guys' overall opinion of the new system? A step forward or a step backwards? Success or flop? I mean, it has to be a step forward compared to the Wii U. Um, I think they're, you know, they're taking their chips, they're throwing them all in. This looks like a Nintendo's trying to be semi-revolutionary again. Uh, they're trying to, they're trying to corner a market that hasn't been hasn't been tapped very well, and uh, and, and anybody that has tried to do it other than themselves has failed pretty miserably. I.e., the Vita. Uh, Microsoft hasn't even tried, and I think Nintendo's looking at like, hey. I, we don't want to go punch for punch with these guys with just specs and a home console. We want to try to tap into a market that you know needs a little bit of love because they're tired of playing Candy Crush every day of their life. Yeah. And as, as far as success or flop, honestly, we're going to have to wait to see because the, the goal is for Nintendo to sell units. So if they can come out the gate swinging with this and it sells like the Wii does, obviously they got something that, you know, everybody wants. It's going to be a success. Um, do I think it's going to be as big as a flop as Nintendo's had in the Wii U? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think, I mean, unless they unless people just don't buy into the technology because of the, the past, but it's going to be hard to fail like you failed with the Wii U. 
because that, that was a disaster. I mean, the only thing that probably sold less units was the Virtual Boy. If you look, I, I'm, I, I would be interested to see that, actually. What's the bottom end of system sales for Nintendo? It's got to be Virtual Boy and then probably followed by the Wii U. Unless they have some other obscure thing that failed that I don't even know about. <clears throat> but, um... All right, well, thanks for the questions. We're going to move on with some news because we're full of it. And uh, next up, we got some information about the PlayStation 4 Pro. It has an extra gig of RAM. So they're finally starting to leak out some of the specs of the system that we didn't know yet. Uh, the big thing here is they're adding a gig of RAM. It's conventional uh, RAM, so it's not the DDR5 RAM that, that you uh, already have in there. But the idea is that when you suspend an application, it eats up some of your gaming RAM uh, your DDR5 RAM, and instead now it's going to use this one gig of conventional RAM so that the uh, DDR5 RAM can be free to just uh, work for performance-enhancing purposes as far as gaming-related uh, items. So that's pretty cool. Um, they felt that the system needed a little bit more of a memory boost, and uh, and so they, they, they set that up for it. And we got some other news with uh, GPU boosting. Uh, we already knew about the teraflop uh, boost, but overall how they're, how they're mirroring the GPU, it's almost like an SLI computer. It's almost like two graphics cards linked together, creating one big graphics card, um, but with software being involved instead of just straight up two devices with a bridge connected to it um very interesting there's a good article up on our facebook page facebook.com slash motor city gaming it's a website it's a website all right so that's coming up uh we're we're a little less than a month away from that ps4 pro coming and that'll be uh, pretty cool and our next story is a very heart-filled one indie developers propose via destiny with the help from bungie so, Adriel and Rami, congratulations on your engagement. They did it within Destiny and somehow convinced Destiny to help them out. They, they convinced a marketing person to go talk to the dev team and develop a whole concept here for them. It wasn't just like, hey, they met in the game and, and you know, kneeled on it, took a knee. Um, what's pretty cool here is they were able to implement a unique new proposal emote so it was allowing the character to get down on one knee and then uh, awarded a newly created artifact called the Ring of Eternity, which included the description for guardians who have found their perfect match. The two shared their story through a series of tweets uh, over their accounts, and um, it nearly got ruined by the giant DDoS attack outages. Oh. Uh, yeah. So uh, they, got, they, they, they made it happen, though. Everything worked, and, and you, can, you can catch a lot of it on their, on their uh, Twitter accounts. You can find the full article on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash MotorCityGaming. It's a website. website. All right. With Destiny News, we just want to announce that the Festival of the Lost starts today. So if you were looking for your Halloween swag within Destiny, now is your time. You're going to be able to log into Destiny and pick up all sorts of cool Halloween masks. You're going to be able to pick up uh, new emotes. And, of course, my favorite thing, the new ghosts that are coming out. So Your ghost can be a ghost. It's going to be a ghost <laughs> with a blanket on it and some holes cut out. That's the one I want. And then there's also the devil ghost, which looks like a stock ghost with little horns taped on it. Yeah, they're so, super cool. Yeah, they're super cool. I'm a, I'm a huge fan, and De Destiny's going to 
gonna get some of my money because I really want these uh, these these ghosts. So that's going on right now. You're gonna be able to enjoy that until uh, I believe November, early November. It's gonna end the first or second week of November. So, um, just want to make a big post that it is official. Development of the Last Guardian is complete and it has officially gone gold, according to Sony Entertainment. That means they are going to release this December. There is really nothing other than the end of the world that's going to stop this game now. I just jinxed it, but hey, that's 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 what I'm going to read. So December sixth, everybody, we're going to enjoy the Last Guardian. We've all been waiting 462 years for it. 463. Um, want to make a big, uh, quick announcement. We talked about the teasers of Red Dead Redemption, and it turns out we were right. It's real. It's real. They released a trailer. The trailer is very pretty, and that's really all we know. So we're not gonna spend a whole lot of time on it. But Red Dead Redemption Two is coming, uh, and they're they're teasing next year. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. And then the last bit of news, I just want to cover what is free on Xbox Gold, Xbox Games with Gold for November. We are getting Super Dungeon Bros, which looks really cool. Uh, dungeon crawl, indie dungeon crawler from November 1st through the 30th for the X- Xbox One. You're also getting Murdered Soul Suspect uh, from November 16th to December 15th. So, and that is, um, it didn't get great reviews, but they're, but they talked about how some of the mechanics in this game are amazing. They just didn't capitalize on them hundred percent. Totally worth checking out. Uh, next up we have the secret of monkey Island special adventure, special edition. And that is November 1st through the 15th for the Xbox 360 and Xbox One. And then Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, which is the crazy expansion that came out with, like, lasers shooting eyeball dinosaurs and cybernetic things. It is it is wild, and you'll be able to pick that up November 16th through the 30th, Xbox 360 and Xbox One. So that is pretty cool, uh, a pretty solid lineup for the Xbox in the month of November. But you can check out all this news and more always on facebook.com backslash Motor City Gaming. It's a website. All right. We are super excited here in the Motor City Gaming Studios to have a very special guest here on the GameZilla podcast. But I should say two very special guests. Two models, one controller, Katie and Haley joining us here on the line. Ladies, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. How are you? We're doing good, and we're we're glad that you uh, took some time out of your your day to have a conversation with us, talk about some games, and uh, just be part of our podcast. Can you tell everyone listening to the podcast a little bit about yourselves before we uh, really get into the hard hitting journalistic questions we're going to ask today? Uh, sure. We are two models, one controller. We love modeling. We model together. We're actually a couple. <laughs> And we do anything geeky, including streaming or just showing up to conventions as special guests, uh, judges, etc. Well, that's awesome. And uh, so, what's you know, obviously the Gamezilla podcast. We love video games here. When did you discover your love for gaming? Oh man. Gaming's been a huge part of my entire life just because I grew up with three older brothers and needless to say the household was pretty tomboyish. So like I grew up with my brothers playing things on the original PlayStation like um 
Tomb Raider, Cuber, all of that, just like the geekiest things you can think of just on the screen. And it was just entrancing to me. And I absolutely loved playing Pokemon on my brother's Game Boy. And he actually gave it to me as a hand-me-down when I was like five or six years old. So I had that Game Boy Color Pikachu edition. And just from that point forward, I just kept getting into all the Pokemon games, Legend of Zelda, Mario, and it just blew up from that point forward. I think a lot of people catch the Nintendo bug. Uh, young, uh, when you're young, all three of us uh, here on GameZilla, we all caught it. You know, back in the NES and Game Boy generation, it really spun off from there. Yeah, definitely. Because it was just it. When you're looking back on just childhood memories, it's just such a staple from that time period because it was so prominent. Oh yeah, it's it was it, everywhere. It was a time where gaming became pop culture, and you couldn't get away from it if you're growing up in that area. Yeah, definitely. All right, now now a difficult one because with being a gamer for as long as you guys have been gamers, what are a few of your favorite games that you have ever played? Well, I know I speak for both of us when I say that we absolutely love Mass Effect. In fact, Haley has three tattoos dedicated to Mass Effect and is probably going to get more. (laughs) And um, I know that in the future, Haley and I are looking to do a lot of Mass Effect cosplays. In fact, we're going to be revealing one at a soon convention. Not too soon in the future, but soon. Well, that's exciting. But other than that, my absolute favorite is Skyrim, hands down. And I'm so excited (laughs) for the remaster, I'm crying. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. My body is ready. (laughs) Did you you look at any of the the, the Switch footage and see Skyrim on there and think, this could ruin my life being able to take Skyrim anywhere with me? Well, I just figured I can fight dragons everywhere and no one will think I'm crazy now. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Now when I do that, it involves me having a wooden sword and yelling at trees, and I'm a a 28-year-old man, so it's super absurd. (laughs) No, you are a level 28. (laughs) That's right, and no one can take that away from me. And you are blazing a path to the future. (laughs) Of dragon slayers everywhere. <laughs> uh, any any other favorite games? Ooh, a big one that I'm into right now is Witcher. I got so invested into the Witcher storyline when Witcher 3 came out last spring. And it's just such an in-depth storyline because of all the books. They're in, the entire thing is based in Poland. And Poland doesn't really have that big of a grab on the gaming community. So... The fact that it's so invested, if you look into like the 1990s, they tried turning it into TV shows, a movie, and they both flopped on that. But once CD Projekt Red took over the gaming series on it, it just blew up in the United States to the point where when Obama actually visited over there, they gave him a copy of Witcher 2. What? That's awesome. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, Witcher has been has been crazy. Witcher 3 is the reason why I went back and I checked out Witcher and Witcher 2. So... Um, uh, oh, go ahead. Okay, so next question is, what brought you to bring your passion for modeling and gaming together? Because we've seen we've seen some of your photos and, and we've shared some of them out with our promos for the show. So we just want to know what uh, what brought the two together to make a perfect uh, mesh. Well, personally, on my side of things, I was a gamer first. And then I got into the cosplay scene. So 
I started doing this in 2014, and I started portraying characters such as Lara Croft from the entire origin story that came out a few years ago. So I based off my very first time doing it was with Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. And since then, I just pushed out into different branches, like my Ray from Star Wars or even my Agent Carter from the Marvel series. And everything from it, I just, I based everything there and it started getting some attention for it. So I've been acting pretty much my entire life. And when it came to just things I used to do in school, I just put it all together from that point forward. And I branched off into normal modeling. And that's how I actually got into hands with Katie as we started working together on not just character portrayal and cosplay, but how to portray your body and just body positioning when it's just you as the focus. So when it comes to standard modeling, it's not necessarily a character I'm portraying that's like known to others, but it's like embodying a different persona on an image I'm trying to sell. So having the experience with cosplay and already knowing those characters helped me reinvent different portions of my own personality behind the camera. That was an awesome answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just actually put a gold star up for you here in the studio. Yep. Like, gold star. Good. Yay. <laughs> Throw an amazing, passionate answer. It's actually really good because it's the first gold star anyone's ever gotten, and we're 128 episodes deep. So <laughs> We only give each other Yay, brown stars. So <laughs> <honored>. <laughs> Yay. So um, my, my side question about uh, on this topic is the Caitlyn cosplay that we saw that we've seen. Uh, we are big League of Legends fans and uh, we just got back from Toronto. We actually got to go to the North American Championship in Toronto. Um, what first of all, are you league players and also what uh, what are some of your favorite champions from League? All right, the league questions are going to have to be directed at me because I'm the PC gamer of the group. I actually ended up uh, not sleeping for 72 hours straight because <laughs> I got really addicted to League of Legends back in 2013, and uh, I got completely dehydrated. I didn't eat, drink, sleep <laughs> for 72 hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little too deep in the league, but um, Caitlin is by far... My favorite character, she always has been, and I knew that in cosplay I had to portray her, simply because she is, number one, a gorgeous character, I love the element of steampunk, and I get to carry around a giant gun. It's win-win, for <laughs> sure, absolutely. Yeah, but other than that, I do appreciate playing, like, New uh, New, and I know I hate it, but... It, Everyone hates it, but I play Teemo. Oh, I am the, I am, interview no, I am over. The Teemo that everyone hates <laughs> because I will go and I will just sit in the jungle and everyone will go, is Teemo AFK? Is Teemo AFK? And then about level six sits around and then all you hear is, oh dear God, mushrooms. Don't go in the forest. Don't go. Don't oh, go yeah. in the jungle. <laughs> yep, I know that one all too well. I top lane and I hate Teemo. <laughs> I jungle, and I hate Teemo even more. <laughs> it sounds like you would be the bane of my existence. Spiteful. It's okay. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I feel like I feel like anybody plays Satan when they're feeling spiteful, because that's what he is to me. That's why. His, <laughs> that's why his new skin is perfect. So. <sighs> Uh, all right, we're rolling oh, into the league. Uh, Jazzy, myself, is probably the biggest MOBA player here, and uh, I have to let our fans know that we came across a picture of you in your uh, Caitlyn cosplay, 
And then I, I'm like, man, I, I know this person. I've met them before. And I'm like, I can't pinpoint it. And then I scrolled through all like 300 of our Instagram photos and realized <laughs> that I had met you back in 2014 at Motor City Comic Con when you cosplayed Caitlin. Yeah, that was a year after I had just made her. Now she looks a lot more refined, but unfortunately, uh, after this last con that we did, the Taylortown, uh, Taylortown convention. convention, where we were special guests, we actually were special guests, we were guest judges, and we ran a panel on posing, but it just, it couldn't survive one more con. I had that gun since 2013. It made it, it made it so many years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're in the process of completely uh, getting a. We're getting a new one set in for her that's a little bit more weighted, just because it was like, was that your first cosplay you ever made? Yeah, that was the first cosplay I had ever made completely myself. Yeah, so we're surprised <laughs> it lasted even that long. The rest of it, like the hat, the corset, and all the different portions of it, that's all still solid. It's just that gun just, it yeah. just couldn't take it anymore. I mean, but that gun has a lot of significance to me. My dad helped immensely on that and it was just like daddy daughter bonding <laughs> oh, that's awesome that's awesome uh all right with that in mind uh who are a few of your favorite characters that you have cosplayed before my favorite by far is ray and that's primarily what i'm known as just because of the star way wars. i <laughs> star wars but the way i portray the character because when i'm walking around in my ray costume i actually cover up my tattoos so you can't even tell that i'm tattooed at all Everything on it, I try to have as much accuracy down as I can, and I speak in her accent when I'm walking around to the point where little kids think I'm actually Daisy Ridley. So I just really enjoy being in that costume because when I saw The Force Awakens for the very first time, I really identified with that character because no one knew who Rey was, but she had all this unrealized potential with herself, and I really admired that about her and I it kind of inspired me in other aspects of my life so I said to myself next con I do I have to be her so from this point forward I've just been carrying on with this costume just because it just means a lot to me because it kind of got me through some hard times and just that little push that I needed for some motivation and I just really love being in that persona. Well, we can say from doing a lot of conventions here and seeing, uh, you know, obviously Star Wars is very popular, right? I mean, always has been, but it's very popular right now with the new movie coming that's came out. We've seen a lot of Ray cosplays, and when we saw yours, it was just like, like congratulations, you've done a fantastic job. Uh, it, 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 it is amazing. <laughs> it means a lot to me. Uh, what about me, though? For favorite cosplays, obviously Caitlin, but. Uh, both Haley and I have done uh, T-45D power armor that we did with a company that's no longer uh, around. It was called Headhunter Cosplay and Props. Uh, it was headed by me and uh, a few other people, but unfortunately they're no longer around. And then I also did uh, Halo Kitty, which is literally a Halo <laughs> ODST that is pink and white and it has a kitty on it. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, in keeping with that, what would be your dream character to cosplay that you haven't yet? I want to be Commander Shepard so bad. Okay, <laughs> oh, all right. Just, Commander Shepard is amazing because when you go through the Mass Effect series, you get to make all those choices for yourself. It's not this predetermined destiny because every choice you make matters. So you can make it line up with your personality as close as possible, or you can be someone else. 
And that's the cool thing about it because it's not just like this automatic generated default character that you have to portray. You can make Commander Shepard look like anyone, male or female. So you can model it after yourself. You can be any kind of like fantasy world thing that you wish you were. It's just a lot of possibilities are within that character alone. Absolutely. Uh, for me, what would I absolutely just die to cosplay? Hmm. See, that's a difficult one because I have like a million and one cosplays set aside that I would like amazingly love to do. But above all, I think that I would want to do an Ash from League of Legends. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ash from Evil Dead, and I was about to be like, yes! <laughs> uh, so my game, my uh, PSN name is The Dead Eye Knight because I'm a huge Evil Dead fan, but props to Ash from League of Legends. Props <laughs> yeah. to that. that. That's I mean, that's a great choice, too. It's another one of my favorite characters. Uh, what, what, uh, what outfit would you choose if you had to pick one? Uh, the Frasjord. Oh, okay, all right. All white one. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. We actually we got, <laughs> we got to see a really well done Ash at Pax Prime in Seattle last year. That uh, that was just it was unbelievable. The 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 LED work they did with the bow and all all sorts of crazy stuff. But uh, yeah, that would be that'd be fantastic to see. You should definitely do that. Yep. Just uh, go ahead and let me know when you have that done because uh, I actually did my first cosplay uh, this past Motor City game or Motor City Gaming Motor City Comic Con. Um, <laughs> in it was my first attempt, and I felt like it came out a lot better than even I expected. But I did Twisted Fate. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I, I thought... I've never seen that many Twisted Fate cosplayers. Yeah, that's why I picked Caitlyn, because nobody really does Caitlyn, or if they do, they do Officer Caitlyn. Exactly, yeah. so always picked, Officer. So I picked Classic Skin Kate before the reskin. Yeah, yeah, that that was a smart move, because we see a ton... We, we do, we've seen, I'd say, out of the, out of the original skin, it, it was like you and maybe one other, and then everything else was Officer. Probably because yep. it's just it's it's probably easier. I, I would assume less. Yeah, less work, I, I also happen to see like a lot of Nitalies. It's a ton it's really of Nitalies. Ton, yes. Yep. We it's, went to a league event and it was like Nitaly, 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 yep. Officer Caitlin, Nitaly, Nitaly, <laughs> Officer Caitlin, Katarina, Katarina, um, Katarina, and then Jinx, yeah. and then just Jinx is everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah, my favorite one I saw in, in Toronto though was Dragon Trainer Trist. Oh yeah, it was like a it was a short short. Short girl, paint like legit painted herself uh, blue. You had had the had the dragon the dragon uh, cannon. Like it was awesome. So, but that's yes. a, yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad we got some league fans here. This is fantastic. Oh yes. <laughs> so all right, well. I was really hoping one of you were gonna say Samus Arin, but I guess you know. Oh, oh I want to do zero suit Samus. So bad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> He's... favorite person to play in Smash Bros. Just to say, I just want to make an announcement. Uh, my co-host and my producer are fired. You guys are on the show full time, <laughs> and you're my favorite best friends ever. Now. You can't fire me. I am Motor City Gaming. <laughs> so yeah, um... I expected to be fired every show. So. Yeah. So Metroid, yeah. ladies, you need to get help me get my job back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell tell Grim that I'm a package with you. If you guys come, then all right. I'm well, yeah. If you if you're packaged with them, then you absolutely. You can be the controller. There yeah. we go. There we go. But um, but yeah, no. Metroid is my favorite uh, favorite video game of all time. Favorite character of all time, uh, Samus. Uh, I have a cat named Samus, and uh, anything Metroid 
I probably own. So <laughs> I tried Prime with such a good series, and oh, that yeah. was one of my favorite things. Like just going through, and like I didn't realize that it was a female that I was playing. I'm like, this is great. There's never any powerful females in gaming. Exactly. It's like early two thousands me playing on a GameCube. I'm like, I love this. <laughs> That's awesome. But I. I've only ever seen one Samus Aran cosplayer in person that does the standard armor, but I see Zero Suit a lot. It's just, I have to get back into this like little armory setup that I used to have at one of my old houses where I can actually build things, because it's something I've always wanted to do, and I had the supplies at the time, so we're in the middle of working on a little bit of a workshop where we can start pushing out some more larger pea suits. That's awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. We see a lot of the zero suit is something we see. And I, I don't think I've ever seen a full armored Samus uh, in person, obviously some stuff online, but, but yeah, that, uh, that would be, that'd be who I'd cosplay, <laughs> but, uh, Dude suit Samus. yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so next question is what games are you currently playing? And on uh, go ahead. If you want, you can call out what systems you're playing them on. All right. Well, right now I am pretty invested in the Mafia 3. I did not know what I was getting myself into when I started that one up. It makes me so uncomfortable at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so brutal. We were actually streaming that on Twitch last night. <laughs> it was so bad. It's like the gameplay is so good just because they're taking a historical aspect to it and it like legitimately starts off like a documentary when it throws you right into it. So just the amount of like attention to detail in this and how crazy everything is involving the story. Cause I don't want to put any spoilers, spoilers out here since it's a pretty recent game, but I've been putting pretty much the last two weeks straight into it, just wandering around and just seeing all of these little tiny details that no one else would notice just everywhere. I would say though, for mafia three, if you are not a fan of strong language and uh, historically accurate racial slurs. This is not the game for you. They are extremely historically accurate. <laughs> yeah. They even put a little disclaimer in the very beginning of the game as to what they were preparing you for. Just, hey, just so you know, this is going to happen because they're taking it from the aspect, and I appreciate this so much, of pretending that these things never happened in the first place is almost as bad as those things happening just because like brushing it under the rug and pretending it never happened is just lining it up for these things to happen again. Yeah. So absolutely. it's really cool that they kind of took that little thing and just they're making a stance with it. Yeah, I've heard some good things about the game now now myself grim here uh i have not been a huge uh fan of this game i've i've if you've listened to the past episodes i've i've kind of bashed it not in the sense of story not in the sense uh but more in the sense of mechanics and my my question to you is how much does the lack of fast travel bother you it's a little annoying right now just because it's either I'm stealing everybody's car so I can get places and then the <laughs> cops are called on me and it's just this little circle of here we go again. <laughs> but the thing that's bothering me, mo the, me the most is taking cover because I'm playing it on Xbox One right now, but it's just the fighting mechanics are just a little clunky because it's like I'm trying to go through this thing, I'm trying to walk up this step that's only an inch off of the ground and it's making me jump over it. Like, the mechanics are a little awkward when when it comes to interacting with your environment, but actual storyline in the gameplay overall, I would give the game like a solid 8 out of 10 right now. Cool, awesome. 
How do you feel? Because my major concern with it right now is the lighting mechanics in particular. I feel like sun up and sun down, you just can't play the game for a couple hours. Uh, I can see that. Last night I was playing and there was this one mission where I was in an amusement park and everything was so dark to the point where I couldn't even see where my character was. And it's just I died like five or ten times just because I couldn't even place where I was. Like, am I crouching or if I'm standing? Because it's like pitch black right here. I can't see anything. Yeah, I, I'm I'm but, I'm very like happy with the the scale that they wanted to go with this game and the delays, you know, that that were caused because of it i was just hoping that with the delays that some of these things would have been cleaned up but overall from uh we have a we have one of our team uh team members cable who is streaming the game as well and he's been streaming a lot of it so i've been watching uh a good chunk of the game and it definitely the story itself saves that game so the 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 what drives you to play that game is more story than it is uh I don't want to say fun factor, but it's kind of that way is that you want to know what's going on and you want to know the outcomes of these things. And it drives you to put up with maybe some of the features that are a little bit clunky. Right. I'm definitely with you there because when I'm playing a video game, I'm playing it for the story. Like gameplay is always something on there. Like if this horrible gameplay, it really deters a lot of people from picking up the title, but Overall, the issues that I've encountered on it are so minuscule, but every time I'm like, I have to know what comes next. There you go. So if you were on the fence with Mafia 3, I think you just got sold to uh, to give it a try. Um, with the next question here would be, what games are you looking forward to in uh, 2017? Ooh, by far Breath of the Wild, because Legend of Zelda has been around my entire life, and I want open-world Zelda. You have a tattoo on your back. I know, Zelda's life. <laughs> I, our, our living room is themed in Zelda. Like I have Our the bedroom high, is Star Wars. Yeah, it's a Star Wars bedroom, and we have a Legend of Zelda living room, because apparently I am just a large child. So... <laughs> All three of us are children, don't you worry. Yeah, I was going to say, we're sitting in a room right now that's full of video game boxes and all sorts of other random things that uh, that we like to collect, but I just have one important question. Did we just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> I call making a pillow fort. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Breath of the Wild, especially with these trailers that just came out last week, uh, right before the announcement of the Nintendo Switch, made me even more excited when I'm seeing Link snowboarding and hang gliding and just, oh my god, I, I can't wait for this game. I'm so excited, and especially like on the topic of Nintendo Switch, I'm happy that Nintendo's finally branching off into a type of technology that can compete with the current generation consoles because when they came out with the Wii they really cornered themselves like yeah they sold a lot of consoles because it was such a family-friendly item but when it came to getting third-party support they were really backed into a corner because they made it so that everybody could make a game and all the serious developers just shied away from them like if you look at the Wii U right now there's really not that many titles on it yeah I mean you're only oh go ahead go ahead yeah, oh, I was about to say, just given the type of things that are going on there, Bethesda had Skyrim in the, the Nintendo Switch trailer, but Bethesda will not confirm whether or not Skyrim will be one of the games, which is really confusing for a lot of people right now because they're doing the we're mysterious type of... <laughs> uh, they're doing that again. But if they're able to get games like Skyrim or anything remotely 
it could be rated, uh, rated M for mature or anything because we did not have that many T or M rated titles. Wii U did, but I don't want to play Mass Effect 3 on a Wii U. I'm either going to play that on my Xbox or on a PC. So it's like I felt like Wii U, they were just late to the party, and that with the Switch, it's finally setting themselves up to beat everybody else. Yeah, the Wii U was a was a marketing nightmare. Um, the device itself is not a bad device, and the first party games are fantastic. I mean, you have some great games on there that, uh, like one of my favorites, one of my favorite games of last year, Splatoon, uh, is a fantastic yeah. game. But it's just, yeah, there's just, you know, they they did a hor. It should have never been called. The word Wii should have never been in that the name of that system, unfortunately. So, um. But yeah, I'm excited for the Switch. Z- Zelda looks beautiful, and um, you know, I think Nintendo is definitely on the right track here. the The thing about Bethes- Bethesda is, it sounds like Nintendo is actually not allowing anyone to confirm games. So I really think we're gonna see Skyrim on the Switch, and I just, I literally think Nintendo and Bethesda just don't want to, and right now actually can't announce anything until Nintendo lifts their uh, embargo. So, but um, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. It's just a lot of people are very confused because I actually work at GameStop during the week. So I get a lot of people asking me questions about upcoming releases or things that have already been announced. So that's just like when it comes to what the general population has been asking me, those are the points that I've been bringing up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you, you bring up Zelda for 2017. There's just one other game that I have to bring up because. It's the most important game of 2017. I'm sorry, I apologize to Zelda, but that is Horizon Zero Dawn. You have to be excited for yeah. that game, right? Oh, silence. Silence. I actually haven't put much towards Horizon because I've been hearing some mixed things on there. But primarily, when it comes to 2017 and the games that are coming out, all of my attention has been like just biding my time and seeing what Nintendo's going to announce for me. I appreciate you not filling Grimm's ego in his hype train. <laughs> Every week we sit down to record this podcast and I have to hear about Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Zero Dawn. I work with him five days a week, Horizon Zero Dawn. So I appreciate you not feeding his ego right now in his hype train. My hype train my hype train's big enough. It, it'll survive. But <laughs> it's got plenty of cold plenty of cold to keep on moving. Yeah. I like Horizon Zero Dawn, but back on the show. Yeah, you're back on the show. You're good. Yep. <laughs> is there, um, so besides Zelda, is there any other games that you're excited for for 2017? Any that you are? I'm just waiting to have them come out yeah. first. <laughs> well, like, obviously from what we're looking forward to is Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. I am so happy to see what EA is going to do. Just considering with the way Mass Effect 3 left off, their very first ending was I don't want to put colors. <laughs> they, they were <laughs> Mass Effect Three had all of this build up from the first two previous installments, and I'm happy that they're starting off with Andromeda, being like, "Here we go, we're going to start fresh. Here's the series you know and love. Watch what we're going to do with it." And I am just crossing my fingers to see what kind of magic is going to unfold from this, because as that series progressed, the more invested and more in love with the franchise I got. Absolutely, yeah. You you would be best friends with my wife. She's a huge. Mass Effect fan and a huge Skyrim fan. Those are probably your two favorite games of all time. So, I uh, I I watch a ton of them and play a lot as well. But definitely watch more because she steals all of that for 
playtime from me. So, um, one, <laughs> one last 2017 question, and that is simply, if you could pre-order it tomorrow, would you pre-order a Nintendo Switch? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I have all of the Nintendo consoles, even the ones that just didn't do it for me. Like, I have a Wii U. I have mixed feelings about it, but I have the Zelda Edition Wii U. I have all of the games that I've been playing the crap out of. It's a good console, but after the Switch comes out, that is that is going directly on my collectible shelf of Zelda collectibles because I'll probably never touch it again. The Switch, though, I feel like is going to revitalize the entire gaming industry because if you look at everything that's come out in 2016, 2016 is the year of remasters. Like, hey, we're going to re-release all the Dead Rising games onto current generation consoles even though they're not even that old. But do you want also all of the Resident Evil games again? So it's like... 2016 is such a weird year for gaming because they don't really have that many new titles because once Overwatch came out in June, everything just kind of stopped. Very, but very true. I have a really very good true. feeling that when the Switch comes out, everything's just going to be pushed back into the forefront again. Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm excited and I'm and I'm happy to hear positivity around the Switch. There are some people names won't be uh, mentioned, Jesse, Jesse, um, that uh, wanted to be a little negative against the Switch, and uh, you know we we just wanted to punch them in the dick. That's hey, all. I was letting <laughs> the people know of the concerns that I had for the Switch. I wasn't okay. Don't I was be a, a worry wart. First of all, this is this is a we need to go back focusing on the on the interview here, but I will say do not make me screen capture the conversation of when that trailer launched because I will post it on social media and I will bury you. <laughs> <laughs> no, It'll be bigger like than WikiLeaks. Jazzy burial. <laughs> Don't make me post that screenshot. <laughs> Grim uh, rules the podcast through threats and intimidation. I, absolutely, yeah. That's that's the only way to do it. All right, we have a email that was sent into the studios from our probably biggest super fan test, and it has something to do with you guys. So we will go ahead and say, uh, I was a Nintendo fanboy to the absolute fullest extent, so there was one game of critical acclaim that I've only spent minutes playing. I, the doctor of testonomics, have never played Final Fantasy VII to completion. Now that it is available on the iOS App Store, I may put some time into it into the future, but it's already been this long, so I doubt it. So I ask you, brave warriors of gaming media and guests, what is the one game that you are ashamed to say you have never played or never beat? Oh gosh, I am just so upset that I, I still haven't beaten Fallout 4 yet. I've I, uh, had some cosplays in the work for it, and I've cosplayed from Fallout 3, but I never was able to finish Fallout 4 because uh, the account I had started was on someone else's console, and I no longer have access to it. <laughs> started up on mine. <laughs> I'm going to start it up on yours. <laughs> uh. you, really? Hmm. Started, but never. Uh, let's see. One of the ones that I always get recommendations on is actually Final Fantasy, and I've never played a single Final Fantasy game in my entire life. And a lot of people are surprised by that, but when it was first out, it was all that turn-based mechanics, and I absolutely hate turn-based games. So even though they branched away from that somewhat, it's just never something I try to jump back into. I will say for going for a turn-based game, you should try out Lost Odyssey on the Xbox 360. That game's beautiful, and I love it. 
Yeah, Lost but Odyssey is, a, is a great sleeper. Final Fantasy never existed in me. <laughs> I'm similar. I'm similar with Final Fantasy. I've I've dabbled in it here and there, but I've never finished a Final Fantasy game. I'm excited for Final Fantasy 15 because it looks more of the uh, hack and slash. You know, the turn base seems to be uh, you know not a not a focus point in it. So I will definitely take a look at it. But I'd have to say probably my biggest uh, my biggest miss would have to fall in the Bioshock. I've never played a Bioshock. Uh, okay. Which is which is pretty from from what we've hear from our fans and and people talking to me I'm I'm missing out uh, and I have to go play the collect the the collector's edition that just came out but um, yes yeah that's a big one that that uh, I've never never even touched yeah I I played the first Bioshock but I didn't finish it and I played Bioshock Infinite I tried Bioshock two but I just prefer to not remember that experience. <laughs> Just because Bioshock Two just did not do it for me. The first one was intriguing, but at the time, it just—I think I was playing something else that had more of my attention. And by the time I was done with that game, I just Didn't never got you back into also it. Also, have a concussion. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> fun fact: I had a concussion the entirety of me playing Bioshock Infinite, and I don't know, but I beat it on the hardest setting, and I don't really remember much from it. <laughs> so I'm really impressed with myself because it was like from. Some like martial arts injury. I was dropped on my head, and my partner fell on top of me, and I had this gnarly concussion. But I was still able to beat that game. I'm just taking a note down here. So Get concussion, play yeah. video games better. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> makes me question how hard the game really was. <laughs> we'll see. Gosh, that's like me after I, you know, played for league for 72 hours straight and had to get like checked out. I think it was 15 minutes back into like being back. After, like, I got fluids replenished and everything, and then I paid for another 72 hours. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's actually the cure. Not? The only I, I way to like, get over uh, too much League of Legends is to play more League of Legends. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. the only cure. Clearly, it's yeah. for democracy. Actually, I have to go right now. I need to go play League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, are you up for a game of Gwent? I, I mean, obviously, yeah. We can do that while we're in queue for League of Legends. Nobody says no. Nobody, Nobody says, says no. no to Gwen. Yeah, you can't. Come on. Um, Jazzy, what, what's, the, what's uh, the big game that you well, made a mistake on? Everybody here at the studios has already been bashing me for the last two months. I can never guess this one. And uh, oh, the, all of the they fans. They are going to be upset at you. I can't wait to me. hear. So why don't we just uh, get these two ladies mad at me as well? And uh, I am currently... Uh, about uh, six of the way through Ocarina of Time because I never played that. So, <laughs> oh God! Are every we time. gonna fight? I yeah. we're friends. No, no, you're <laughs> friends with yeah. You're friends with Grim, uh, Jazzy. No one likes. So yeah. you're just you're on board with everybody else's feelings. <laughs> he's trying though. He is trying. I will give him the credit that he went out, bought it for the 3DS, and he's really putting his time in. So, but he gets easily distracted with PlayStation VR. That's, that's yeah. excusable, that's, right? That's, that's excusable. Okay. I've been having fun with VR. Um, yeah, God, every time you say that, I just I, <laughs> I like you less. But Ethan, how about you? Uh, really sad to say that I have uh, I have bad friends that are Wii U owners <laughs> have never once invited me to play Splatoon with them. Yeah, I know. That's, Not one time have yeah. I ever got a text, hey, what are you doing? Want to come play Splatoon? Never. I don't share my, my controller when Splatoon's in the system, yeah. okay? Yep. <laughs> Mainly because we've seen you play Destiny, so we just yeah. don't want you to bring that to Splatoon. You know who would invite me to play Splatoon with them? Katie That's and Amy. Just saying. <laughs> they would invite me to play Splatoon because they're good friends. 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear a yes, so I, yeah. I, I don't know. I wouldn't want they've to be my friend They've either. probably seen your Destiny play, too, somehow. <laughs> <clears throat> but... God, you can all watch me Destiny play today. <laughs> One of my favorite memories from Splatoon was my friend Alex was telling me this story about, like, she went to turn on her Wii U so she could play Splatoon and saw this thing pop up from some random person that says, you're not a kid, you're not a squid, you are a man. <laughs> oh, God, I love all of the Splatoon stuff. <laughs> we've, been, we've seen some great Splatoon stuff uh, at the conventions, too. It's been fantastic. I think the first thing I saw at PAX Prime in Seattle was a, a giant cat with the anchors from Splatoon just sitting at the at the doors when we walked in. I instantly was like, this is the best convention we've ever been to in my entire <laughs> life. So, but, um, so I have I have one other question before we uh, we close this out and, and we want to let you uh, tell us where we can watch you stream and everything else. But we have this tradition um, with the podcast since since day one, so since bit by eight bit, where we ask all of our guests one question. We've even asked Greg Miller and the whole team at Kind of Funny uh, this question, so no one can escape this. Not even famous people, and that is simply: if you had to have sex with a Pokemon, which Pokemon would you have sex with? Oh my oh, god! Clearly, War Turtle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, clearly, we... I mean, blast me away. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> that was oh no, uh, man. Okay, you have to follow that up. What's your what's what's your choice? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> you can't be Wait, wait, can I change to Blast Toys because that's just a more powerful jet? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I thought I thought you were doing like Goldilocks, like you didn't want too small, too big. You want just right. right. But no, no, you're going full board Blast like, Toys. I do not want there to be like a single essence of me when I am done. <laughs> <laughs> She wants the full hydro pump. This might be better than this might be the best answer we've ever had for this question. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that people are probably really shy about it. I'm just like, oh yeah, let's go. Yeah. The type of people we talk to aren't shy. I'll go with Mewtwo because that just sounds scarousing. (laughs) (laughs) That's our first Mewtwo. That's our first Mewtwo. Kill me. I don't know. Let's find out. This is really exciting now. Little claws. claws. Like, you know what? There's, I've seen some weird I mean, you can use that medallion for a few things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm really glad we asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, ladies... Let's talk about where everyone can find you online. So that they can stalk us and ask us about my blast toy fetish? <laughs> I mean, that might happen now. I'm just saying it's out there. Good. 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 I'm ready. <laughs> Come to us, Pokemon trainers. <laughs> okay, but on Instagram. Everybody thinks they're ready for blast toys. So I'm just going to give you a warning. You might want to go a little more prepared. <laughs> Jazzy has experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're going to need a lot of towels. <laughs> okay, but for Instagram, you can easily find us at Instagram.com slash the number two, the word models, the spelled out form of one, and then controller. And then for Facebook, Facebook.com slash the number two models, the number one controller. Twitch is Twitch.tv slash uh, Two models, one controller with the numbers. And our personal Instagrams are Katie O'Rear Model, one word, and then Hurricane Halion. Oh, I like that one. That was good. 
Way better than that. That's mine. my gamer tag. Find me. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have a gamer tag on Xbox, mm-hmm. which is spelled out T W O, models, the number one, and then controller is spelled kind of like you have on a keyboard, but with an R at the end. So control R. Yeah, and we will Just make because we had too long of a name. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I understand that. I'm uh, I I'm Grimlock the Dino Nine on PlayStation. But I'm only Grimlock the Dino on Xbox because they limit me to 15 characters because they're assholes. But nonetheless, at least they gave me my name back. Um, we will also include all this information on the actual posting for the episode. So if you're sitting there rewinding back and forth trying to figure out uh, what they were saying for a specific thing, just check the description below and you will be able to see the information. So One more that they forgot that's the most important. Yes. And that is their summoner name in League of Legends. Ooh. Oh, that would be uh, Katie Cat 20 K-H-E-I-E-C-H-E-2-0. And so, that is my summer so everybody knows. I haven't been on in a long time, though. Oh, unfortunately. Okay. Well, yeah. you don't want to end up in the hospital, so it's probably <laughs> yeah. Good you got to take a break. Away. You got to take a break, <laughs> recover there. Yeah, so. I'm, we're gonna get back into it very soon, though. Both of us are gonna start playing. Yeah, we're gonna start streaming. Both of us playing because we've been getting a lot of requests from our Twitch viewers. I think do. it's time to get my addiction started back up. Quick, yep. get me my uh, league spoon. Yep, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go get the IV. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I actually considered at one point getting an IV drip so I could play League without having to get up. That is disturbing <laughs> on many levels. Ja- Jazzy, they have you beat. They have they, you beat. Oh, uh, man. I thought I was going <laughs> hard, but I didn't know you could IV. So. J- Jazzy just uh, hired a servant to feed him and clean up after him yeah. while he played. Yep. But yeah. Challenge accepted. Wait, yeah. I need one of those. <laughs> what? Yeah. Turns out that was me, and then I saw the game, and I stopped doing my job and started playing League. So it just became a giant mess. So, but you know, acceptance is the first step. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Katie Haley, thank you so much for being a special guest this week on the Gamezilla podcast. Oh, thanks for having us. Anytime, ladies. All right, again, thank you so much to Haley and Katie for coming on the GameZilla podcast, being our special guests. Uh, We had a blast with them, and uh, I think we'd love to have them back on uh, here in the future. So um, make sure you check out all their stuff on social media, watch their Twitch streams, and uh, very cool girls. Let's get into some emails. Retrieving emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. All right, Grimlock the Dino 9, your GameZilla mailbox is now up to date. This bitch is still confused, Jazzy. <laughs> yes, our first she, she email. She just doesn't want yeah. Jazzy to do the emails at right. all. Our first email comes from BMC Button Masher Caleb. One tool to ensure emotional responses from a gamer is great voice acting. Bioshock, The Last of Us, and Uncharted had great stories in no small part due to their voice actors bringing their characters to life. Mafia 3, for all its shortcomings, had an amazing voice acting crew. Recently, voice actors went on strike. I'm hoping this will be brief, but how do you think this will affect upcoming games? Here's my solution. Call me. I'll do your voice acting for your video game. I'm a pro. You send me the copy. I'll power through it. I'll do it cheap. 
Just contact info scab, at MotorCityGaming.com. I'll scab scab, it up. Scab. We all know I'm not above scabbing, snaking people's spot in destiny. There it is. I'm not above any of it. There it is. He admitted it. He admitted it. I didn't snake anyone's spot. You already said it. It's over, man. It's over. It's been largely debunked. It's been largely debunked. I would have enjoyed the person who would have had his spots voice acting a lot better, I think. <laughs> uh, Ethan can voice act male, female, dog, cat, snake. Because he because he snaked his way into the goddamn raid. <laughs> yeah, see right there, that's pretty yeah, good. That's pretty good. Um, as far as how it could, obviously, voice acting is huge. We've seen we've seen the changes that just a ghost can make from having someone call it in and just half-ass the job of the ghost within Destiny to bringing in Nolan North and having all of a sudden a personality. All of a sudden, like just having emotion to this little creature that has no mouth, has, has doesn't even really have a blinking eyeball. It, it's just a little blob, but you care about it all of a sudden. Voice acting can play a huge role, and um, this strike could cause some issues. I, I you know, I don't want to see it, so hopefully they, they come to an agreement here soon. But, um, you know, the the problem here is that your if, if this is your cheap, you know, voice acting labor then your only option now is to go out and either a get no but you know people that aren't that aren't proven or you're going to go hire big names that are going to cost you a fortune like Dinklebot and hopefully they do a better job than Dinklebot did he also goes on to say do you guys look up the voice actors from the games you play to see what they look like it seems like a lot of publishers are using identical in-game models as their voice actors which i think is pretty cool I looked you guys up, and you look way better than your voices, especially with those beautiful beards. <laughs> Trying to improve my destiny so you guys will still play with me. Raid on, friend of the show, Button Master Caleb. So I, I do look up voice actors when I recognize the voice. When it's like, like example, the Dead Orbit uh, guy that, ta- that speaks, I'm like, that sounds like the movie actor, and I, and I, I'm, his name, of course, gonna gonna slip my mind. But I'm like, that's that like Russian movie actor. I can't, and and, and sure, sure as shit, it was. But uh, from time to time, I'll look it up. Other times, I don't necessarily need to know. As long, like, I'm more just accepting of the character that the voice and the act and, and the character that's being built. I that I actually care about a imaginary character. You know, that 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 means that they've done a good job so yeah I'm the same as you it's it's all about if I if I recognize the voice or not I remember uh, not to keep going back to destiny but the Cade the hunter yeah uh, Vanguard guy is um, I'm like man I, I could picture that voice what is it and I'm just running around the tower one day and I'm like oh my gosh it's castle Yep. <laughs> and yep. then, of course, I had to go look up because I didn't remember the actor's name, so I had to go look up who it was and see if I was right. So, uh, you mean famed horror movie director William Castle, director of The Tingler? No, oh. <laughs> I'm talking Nathan Fillion, the main actor in the TV show Castle. Oh, neat. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got for it. What about you, E Boner? I don't know that I've ever looked up a video game voice actor. Also, Caleb, stop sucking up to us, okay? Stop sucking up. You're you're off the raid, and uh, and so is Ethan. We all know my voice far surpasses my face. <laughs> exactly. That's why I know you're fucking full, full of bullshit. This next... voice is my moneymaker. I've not made a damn cent off my face. Uh, our next email comes from the glitch. He did it. 
<laughs> he, fulfilled, yeah. he fulfilled your request. Fulfilled my request. While in our early teens, my mom was naive enough to purchase Duke Nukem 3D for my brother and I. I love this game. Fast forward to 2011 and Duke Nukem Forever is about to come out and I am fucking pumped. I, b- <laughs> I bought it the week it came out and of course I really enjoyed it. What? You're telling me that I was the only one? Well, oh damn. What universally hated video game did you guys really enjoy? Dicks out for Jaws Unleashed, The Glitch. <laughs> dicks out, dicks out, dicks out! <laughs> the Glitch, my man. Giving that shout out to my game, Jaws Unleashed. So we Unleashed. know your answer, Jaws Unleashed. Jaws Unleashed is the game, man. You, It's a game where you get to play as a great white shark and eat everything. It's yeah. a dream game. Yeah. Uh, two other options for you that would be Fight Club and Backyard Wrestling. Fat Fight Club was a diarrhea mess. <laughs> you know a game is bad when Fred Durst is the unlockable character. The singer for like Money. the worst band ever. Money. And then Backyard Wrestling. I got tricked. I didn't know it was just a juggalo video game. I got tricked. But I'll defend Jaws Unleashed till the day I die. But to answer the glitch's question, I love Blitz the League. That is, yeah. Everyone hates yeah. that game. I if they could call, they could do a Madden where they come out with a new Blitz the League every year with like fake fake football players and fake rosters and fake teams, and I'd buy it every year because I love like doing the dirty hits and breaking legs and stuff. <laughs> Blitz the League was awesome. Oh my god! What about, what about you, Jesse? Oh man, for me, I don't know how popular the game was like on a large scale, but I just know all of my friends at the time like didn't like this game and they were making fun of me for playing it, but. It was Yu-Gi-Oh's Duelist of the Roses. I liked it because it was like a card game that yeah, you put you on a map. Yeah, should be made fun of for that. <laughs> and I just loved it. I Were played you like so much of that when game. when the game came out? <laughs> so much. I played so much of that game. I thought you were going to say Dragon Seeds for sure. Uh, that was a apocalypse of greatness, <laughs> and everybody loved it. No, I've never even seen it in real life. I, don't, I still don't think it's real. It's real. I don't believe you. It's real. Seeds. Um, I'm gonna okay. go. I, just wanna, I just picture Jazzy throwing down with some like ten year olds when he's like twenty five playing Yu Gi Oh. That's right. I'm That's gonna why go. I played Pokemon tournaments when I was like twenty. There you go. Took all the ten <laughs> year olds' carts. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's everything wrong with that. But um, I'm gonna go with a new game, a relatively new game that uh, for the most part the masses hated, and because of it, I don't think we'll get a sequel. But if we got a sequel, I would I would pre order it. That's how much I loved this game. And Ghostbusters that was the video game. Yes. No, it was The Order 1866. I loved that game. It didn't bother me that it was short other than the fact that I wanted to know more about the story. It had werewolves. It had, like, it was like the past, but the future. Like, again, it's it's that mix of worlds that I love where you take futuristic aspects, but you throw them back in the past or, or, or you flip or vice versa, like Horizon Zero Dawn. And I just... You know the characters. I I loved the characters, Knights of the Round Table style. Like it was just cool, um, and I was super bummed that, that people just hated on it because I really enjoyed that game. Man, and just so the glitch knows, I also enjoyed Duke Nukem. So it's not a glitch that you like this game. Well, time out. Enjoying Duke, nu- Duke Nukem is fine, but enjoying Duke Nukem Forever? Yeah, okay. That is not okay. <laughs> did, you, did you guys ever play, like, the original Duke Nukem oh, when yeah. it was a side-scrolling uh, oh, platformer? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Back, yeah. yeah, the real Duke Nukem. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yeah. Okay. Our next email comes from Xander. I know this is a tough one, but my Xbox One arrives in the mail tomorrow, if UPS is to be trusted. 
As I was looking at titles I should play, I remembered that Dead Rising 3 was a thing. Are there any other Xbox Xbox One exclusive titles I should check out that I may have forgotten? Sunset Overdrive is already on that list. Yeah, it's easy. You literally, you plug your system in, you go and you get Ori in the Blind Forest. <laughs> like, you, you don't even ask a question. Xander would love it. Yeah, Xander, Xander would love it. Um, you can get it on disc now. It used to be download only, but you could pick up the, the disc. Um... It might be like fifteen bucks, but like, and it's the definitive edition. They've they've uh, tweaked the game to make it even a little bit better with its few little shortcomings. Man, go pick that up. Can't recommend it more. It's it's right. It might be like if you're gonna go with like Metroidvania style games, it's right behind Metroid for me. Like I like Axiom Verge. I like Guacamole. I like you know, <laughs> but man, is Ori and the Blind Forest that good? Soundtracked visuals, story, it, it has it all. Rare collection. Absolutely. Another great one. Yep. I'll save mine for the last part here. It says, last question, has Jazzy played any of the Gears games yet? The answer is no, not yet. So get your, um, I keep forgetting what they call the copy that has all of them. The Ultimate Edition. The Ultimate Edition. Yeah, yep. I don't know why I can't remember that. You own but it, actually. Yeah, I do. In case you forgot. So uh, get that Ultimate Edition, and you can run through all four games with me. Five games. Well. Let's re- I mean, we could just skip Judgment. That's fine. Yeah. Next email is from Bub. A lot of people don't realize that much like the movie world, video games have their equivalent to B-movies known as budget titles or value games. Personally, some of my favorite games have been these. The, the Splatterhouse reboot, Never Dead, an awful awful video game that I loved. And even the Evil Dead games, Long Live the Chin. Out of the budget titles to come of the, of the budget titles to come out, which have been the the gems and which have been the turds that you can't wait to flush. Ooh. I already talked about Backyard Wrestling and Fight Club the game. <laughs> Big flushes on those. Man, budget titles. Um, I mean, Orient of the Blind Force is a budget title. <laughs> there's there's one that's a gym. I, I just wanted to have another chance to talk about it, really. That's all. But a, a budget title that I hated would have to be all the all the Burger King games. <laughs> oh, man. Sneak King was the worst of all three But the little motorcycle bike racing one That would be one that I'd actually put on the side Of like I enjoyed that game And probably should have not enjoyed that game But it was a decent little racer Man budget games being like We're assuming games are $60 a pop I would have to say my most recent favorite Is Rocket League like oh, that's so a yeah, gem. Yeah. You gotta keep like that's something you gotta put to your collection and play because it's just that much fun. Um, I'm trying to think of. I know Grim just loves the game Chicken Shoot on the Wii. Yeah, Chicken Shoot. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no! I got one. I got one. I bought it for uh for three for a dollar. And here's the thing: I bought it. For, no, I bought it for two ninety nine. I bought it for three bucks from Disc Replay this last weekend. On it was a GameStop sticker for $0.89. Cents. This gem on the Wii is called Gingerbread Ninja. Oh, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, we saw it, and Jade says, I'm going to buy it. And I'm like, okay, why not? So that would be my budget of 
of you should never own this game. You should <laughs> never own this game. Just like you should have never bought the uh, the uh, soccer freestylers, like FIFA Street. It was FIFA Street, but it was the Blockbuster edition. <laughs> <laughs> that game was god awful. <laughs> Budget budget entry there it was like, hey, you gonna rent a movie here? Have this game for five bucks. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it was terrible. Oh, thank you for the question. Our next question comes from Lucas. With the Nintendo Switch being reveal revealed, highlighting portable features, do you think Nintendo is going to release some real time location based games? What games similar to Pokemon Go would you like to see on the console? Metroid. <laughs> Fight Club the game too. Fuck you. Fight Club the game <laughs> too. hell. When you find another player that also is playing Fight Club 2, you put down your Switch and you fist fight them. <laughs> and if you win, you get their Switch. <laughs> that, that... <laughs> oh my god, on the serious note, Metroid. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing like a some sort of card game where you can go to specific locations. I wonder locations why you said that, Mr. Yu-Gi-Oh bitch over here. No, but you could uh, like a Hearthstone or like a Magic. <laughs> why would you just you can... say a Pokemon card game? You could do a Pokemon card game, but <laughs> you gonna... know with Pokemon Go. <laughs> he's gonna, he's going to get a restraining order from the local elementary school like sir you can't come here to play cards with the children. <laughs> but no one else will play Yu-Gi-Oh with me. <laughs> Hey, they have the best cards, those youngsters. <laughs> I gotta get their blue eyes, white dragon! Yeah, I was just gonna say it. It's the only card I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. Um, I hate both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, location-based games, absolutely. I, obviously, one one easy one that you could do is is uh, a Mario-based, you know, uh, Mario-based game where maybe you like can collect co- <laughs> collect coins in real world or something like that. It involves finding open sewers and climbing into them. <laughs> You are a terrible person. I am. So I am many children are going to get hurt because of you. I'm a revolutionary. You guys are thinking in the past. I'm thinking I had. I'm a trendsetter. You're literally taking gladiators in the Colosseum and you're break ripping the walls down and you're saying anarchy. anarchy. <laughs> gladiators everywhere. I want kids fist fighting in the sewers. <laughs> That's what I want with their homeboy. That's right. Their homeboy. Not giving that one up. He did say Fight Club 2, so <laughs> it's going to be kids fighting in the sewers. <laughs> All right, now, Jazzy, can I read this last one? Of course you can. Okay. <clears throat> I have one here that none of us have read. This is all new to us, and it's very special to my heart. I can already tell. Brayden is chiming in. Oh, jeez. <sighs> or as we can call him, the one we left behind. Yep. What's up, my favorite collection of gorgeous bearded kinsmen? Minus Ethan, because he's a Destiny raid spot stealing bitch. <laughs> Fact. I'm not gonna deny that. <laughs> Thank you for your adva- your advice last week on helping me convince my wife to let me buy a PlayStation VR. I am now writing into you, divorced in a van down by the river. It was the best life advice anyone has ever given me. And now that I'm divorced, I have way more time to dedicate to playing video games and sharing a box of Cracker Jacks with this hobo sitting next to me. (laughs) So what's up with some of the haters coming out against the Switch? When I was a kid, my mom bought me an NES to replace my antiquated Atari. I can still remember my first games. My mom bought me a shit ton of games because we weren't poor, 
like rate spot stealing bitch Ethan. <laughs> Super poor. <laughs> Which included Zelda, Blaster Master, Contra, Bad Dudes, Double Dragon, Bionic Commando, and like 10 other games. I just remember walking out of Dearborn Toys R Us like a boss because my mom bought me one of everything. That system changed everything about the way I gamed and the games I played. I also went a little blind later in life, but I attribute that to masturbation overdose. With the likes of the Wii and forgetting about the abysmal failure of the Wii U, Nintendo has the skill to pull a rabbit out of their ass and shine like never before. I'm getting that warm and fuzzy feeling, unlike the warm and fuzzy feeling when I ran my hands through Jazzy's beard. That the Switch is going to be a hit for the original NES generation and kids of all ages. It's going to be like smoking crack out of a glass pipe for the first time all over again with this hobo in my van. (laughs) Being a gamer dad and wanting to share the experience with my grown-up sperm, my question for the week is, do you guys think Nintendo will deliver to their younger fans like they always have in the past, or do you think this new system will drop Yoshi and Kirby for more adult-based content? Missing you with every breath, Brayden, P.S., Ethan, try to avoid dark dark alleys, train tracks, and rags that smell like chloroform. Brayden. <laughs> Brayden, you just you just listed off my three favorite activities, so now I'm super sad that I can't. What am I going to do this weekend if I can't hang out in dark alleys with chloroform by the train tracks? Oh, uh, so to his actual question, yes, Ethan is a kill is is a stealing spot stealing bitch for sure. He he stole your spot in the raid. And we will never forgive him for can it. I, can I defend myself? There's no defending being a slithering snake in the grass. Then can I at least apologize? I will. I will let. I will listen. Let's let's hear it. Okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> let me get some apology music. This is the only song we have. So. <laughs> So let me let me roll it. Cap, we know Capcom won't sue us because they don't pay attention to even their own games. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going to bring in the apology. Brayden, I'm sorry I was a bad friend. <laughs> I'm sorry that I wasn't quicker on the draw getting into orbit, and you slid in and just sli- slid into the oh, fire team. Oh, it's going downhill fast. It's going downhill fast. I'm sorry that I'm not I'm not quick on the draw like that. But I'm also apologize for not being the bigger man and bowing out of the raid when you backdoored your way into the fire team. <laughs> I apologize for being the smaller man. And for that, next time this happens, that there's one man over for the raid, I will bow out. I will take the turnout next time. I appreciate you letting me play last night. There it is. Finish strong. Finish strong. There's a little bit of slithering in there, though. I just really don't want to get stabbed at work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the one that you just don't want to piss off. So, All right, so back to his actual question. He has homeless friends now. <laughs> back to his actual question. Do you think uh, Nintendo will deliver to their younger fans like they've always have in the past, or do you think this new system will drop Yoshi and Kirby for more adult-based content? I think the teaser alone showed us that they're gonna try to they're gonna balance it. They can't they can't walk away from their money makers and their money makers attract the younger crowd. It's your bread and butter for a reason. Yeah. yeah. I like the fact that they're I feel like they're going to continue to to give the younger generation what Nintendo has always given them, but they're allowing Nintendo <laughs> 
This this guy, <laughs> this guy. All I can think is Nintendo's just like you want to slide into my answer too. Yeah, I, I have steal to slide a bitch. In. Nintendo's just like Wu Tang Clan. It's for the children. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did we have him on the show? Yeah, can't can't we just have him produce without a microphone? Uh, yeah, I if can. You want the show to be bad? Sure, I'll just mute it. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, douchebags. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying. Good luck. <laughs> um. <laughs> Good luck in that van. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, I, I think, um, you know, we saw Mario, we saw Splatoon, we saw th- uh, those games already teased on the on the Switch, and uh, we also saw Skyrim, uh, another th- maybe look like maybe a Monster Hunter game. I'm not sure what that third-person view was, um, but I, I think you're going to get a mix of both. But I think the idea here is that you're going to get an adult level that maybe we've never seen. I think that I think that's the difference. You're gonna of course carry the Smash Brothers and Mario Kart and all that type of stuff. But I think on the adult side, you're gonna have those mature games. You're gonna have uh, the games that everybody wants, like uh, like a legit like. And here's the thing that I'm really wondering: Nintendo has had Call of Duty, and they've had Bayonetta, and they've had things that were mature rated. But they came out like it was like if Call of Duty came out in you know 2015 and July, then the Wii U got it in 2016 February, when no one cared about the game anymore. I'm starting to think that we're gonna see that when you know, um, Sky- like Skyrim is a horrible example because it'll already be out. But when a when a mature game comes out, it might be same day release for the for the Nintendo Switch. And that would be huge for them because it's something they haven't been able to do. So if they can if they can play that game against Sony and Microsoft, where it's like, hey, here's a new Call of Duty. You can buy it on PS4, Xbox One, or Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I think too we have to kind of kind of kind to, of we have to kind of we have to realize that a lot of the younger generation are are getting into the more mature games. Like, I know a lot of, like, 7 to 10-year-olds that can beat me in Overwatch. That's just because you suck, but... Well, yeah, but still, like, I... I just... Watching, like, the, the younger generation play games that, you know, when I was their age, wasn't allowed to play because my parents made sure that I wasn't playing games that shot people, but I just don't think I would have been as good as they are now back when I was their age. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, we, we didn't have those games back then. We had Goldeneye. That, that was our shooter. <laughs> but I, I think I think you're going to see a good balance here, and I think you're going to see a higher level of adult content than we've ever seen on a Nintendo platform. What do you think, Ethan? I concur. <laughs> I mean, just going back to the theme that there weren't any children in that teaser trailer. It True. Was all millennials. It was all hipsters. Know, it was all. It was all cool cats playing. Oh, we're done hooping. Let's play some NBA 2K on the court. I got and tight jeans let's on. Let's get robbed. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I, I absolutely think they are. They are going hard after that young adult demographic. Those kids that grew up with uh, the N64. That's the the feeling that they're trying to evoke. That's the crowd they're trying to get. And I think I I think they'd be foolish to not back that up with the software. Yep. So a lot of that stuff was ridiculous. Like that lady looks out her apartment window across the street to a party on a rooftop, and then they like just happen to see her and be like, "Hey, come on over!" Like, listen, my, my neighbors. Hey, my neighbors my are never when they have a party. They're not like looking for me to like listen, try to invite myself listen. to the party. You. Time out. Listen, you just party. because your neighbors don't like you doesn't mean people other people don't actually have friends. 
Yeah, but you can honestly <laughs> say that you wouldn't be if you were at a party. Are you looking out for like your buddy's, uh, you know, window to see if all I'm in saying specifically use a realistic standpoint. Here, no, I got a real story, a factual story. Okay, back in the day, when I lived in the house that we're in right now, and Button Master Caleb lived across the street, he wasn't leave, allowed to leave his his front porch. Okay, because his parents were strict, so he would stand there. And scream. I'm not gonna say my real name, but Grimlock, you want to come out and play like that over and over and over again until finally my parents would like be like, "Would you go outside and play with him before we, you know, have to shoot ourselves in the head?" And uh, that's how Caleb got my attention. I thought you were saying that's how my parents died. And ge- yeah. <laughs> and guess what? And guess what? Uh, guess what we did? We played video games because he would scream to me just like that person on that rooftop did to that woman. Realistic. Took me back to my kitty years. Boom. Nintendo hit a home run for me because I have friends. Because you have good parents that forced you to hang out with your friends. Yeah. Well. I wish, they, their I wish they forced you to hang out with me more. I thank them every day for that. <laughs> <laughs> they are good parents. <laughs> yeah. Again, good. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm excited for the Switch, and I think, like we said, we're gonna we're gonna see some great some great stuff from it. Thank you for the question, Braden, and uh, thanks for all of the emails. Jazzy, tell us uh, tell us what, where people can send those emails. They can send those emails to info at motorcitygaming.com. Good job. It's a website. It's a website. That's actually, I mean, it is a website, but that's really actually an email address. That the email. Website. Okay. Can we move That's on? It's a here? website. <laughs> okay, there we go. Carry on. <laughs> All right. Well, that that about wraps us up. Um, no muster bust. No muster bust. No games coming out. It's not a big week. Uh, it, it honestly would be. This is what it would happen. I'm going to predict it all. Everything would be a bust. No one would want to buy it. China. That's basically it. <laughs> I'm not buying anything other than Pokemon until the Switch comes exactly. out. Yeah, exactly. I know. I don't even bother asking you anymore. Um, but we want to thank our guests one last time. Two models, one controller. It was fantastic having you on the show. Make sure to go check them out if you're looking for any of their links. They are all in the description uh, within the, uh, the post that you're hopefully looking at. But um, check out the podcast every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and, of course, MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website! Don't forget to check out our other show, hosted by Chops and Xander. It is the Legend of Retro, focusing on all things old school. If you are looking to learn and just reminisce, reminisce of Mario Kart 64. That is the current episode out right now, uh, and it is fantastic. I learned some things about Mario Kart that I never knew. So if you want to tune into that, they are also available on all those same great locations, and um, they air every other Thursday. And stay tuned for their season finale. Best episode yet, because I'm on it. This just in, The Legend of Retro has been canceled before their final episode can be put to iTunes. Congratulations on a fantastic run. Uh, wish all the best to Xander and Chops on their future endeavors. Yeah. Far away from Jazzy. Oh. <laughs> but, all right, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe, that like, that share, whatever it is. You help us. We love it. Stay tuned for some more big announcements coming up in the coming weeks from Motor City Gaming. Giveaways. 
We have a giveaway going right now. That's right. Let's talk about it. Gears of War 4 Ultimate Edition, the one that Jazzy never can remember. We're giving away a digital code. If you are looking for Gears of War 4, all the original games, Season Pass, DLC, Operation Packs, you get all of that with this code. You have seven days left. The month of October is closing. Your window of opportunity is closing. Head on over to MotorCityGaming.com. Right on the homepage, you will see the giveaway button. Click that button. Do what it says, which is simply follow us and love us, and you get entered into a possibility of winning a copy. I'm going to win it, because I haven't got that game yet. And you are disqualified. Oh. And you also already own that game. Oh. <laughs> you also own an Xbox One. Did you know that? Oh. <laughs> I don't think you did, because you bought it, and then you just threw it in the trash. Anyways... Giveaways every month. Now, next month, there will be a special giveaway for... Uh, we're doing Titanfall 2, and then The Legend of Retro is having their very first giveaway revolving around Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon! With some very special rules that I think are very cool. Stay tuned. They will be releasing all the guidelines soon, but I think it's going to be a very interesting giveaway, uh, one that uh, should be really fun just to to listen to the the... The outcome. So, but uh, other than that, check out everything going on at MotorCityGaming.com. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, and until next time, game, game on. Hi. <laughs> hey. How you doing? Now that you're talking to me, worse. Can we go play some Destiny now? No, League of Legends. I like it. Let's do it. I'm gonna steal your spot in your League of Legends team. <laughs> oh, I hate you, you. Snake. You snake. <laughs>